right, everyone, looking good. Yes. Uh, Wendy, can you turn around? Fantastic. You're all set. How are the costumes looking, Tabitha? This side's all ready to go, Sam. I'm going to go to the other side of the stage and see how they're doing. Sounds good. How's it going, guys? Last show. Ready to finish strong? We're ready. Great. Um, is something wrong, Laura? Hmm? Aren't you excited? It's the last show for the season. Then the cast party. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm excited. You guess? What's that supposed to mean? Haven't you had fun? Yeah. I just have been thinking about why we're doing all of this. Yeah, to raise money for the missionaries and to help people all over the world. What about it? Have you any idea how many people in the world need help? Millions! Yeah, uh, that's why we're raising money for them. Your point? My point, Wendy, is that we might raise, what, a thousand, two thousand dollars tops for the missionaries? How is that little amount going to help millions of people? She's got a point. What? No, it's a... Sam, Fiona's helping Lionel up front. Would you be able to start the show? Huh? Oh, uh, sure. We'll talk after the show. Is everything all right back here? Fine, just fine. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sam, and I want to thank you all for being here for this, our last drama show for the summer. Yeah, you know, this show is more than just time for laughs and lessons and loving every minute of it. It's a time when we can do what you can to help those in need. A way for you to make a difference. By donating, you can make sure that missionaries can help people all over the world. It's your calling. It's- Sam, the show? Right, sorry. Let's get things started with Paws and Tails. And now. From the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the constructive drama, The Hammer, an adapted biblical proverb about the words we use. Once upon a time, in a small town of Pine Meadow, there was a construction site. All right, stay behind the line, people. This isn't a playground. We've got serious business to do. The foreman, uh, person, was Miss Daniels, and she ran a tight ship. Hey, you, where's your hard hat? Here, I don't want to see you around here without it. On the day of our story, two builders were just coming to the site for the first time. I'm Oscar. And I'm Lisa. We just finished building school. She means we graduated. The school was already built. I think they knew that. All right, enough chatter. We're not paying you to construct sentences around here. And so the two workers got to their tasks. At least they started to. Oscar eventually got bored. You know, this is a little boring. Can I level with you? What do you mean? Don't get me wrong, Miss Daniels has my complete support. But let's face it, it's really hard to screw this job up. You don't say. If you don't mind, I think I'll keep working. The day passed slowly, and Lisa dutifully kept to her tasks. Oscar, on the other hand, tried to keep himself entertained. Here we go! What are you doing? I call it advanced hammering. I got the nail started in that wall over there, and I'm trying to nail it by throwing this hammer at it. Isn't that a little dangerous? It's a construction site. It's always dangerous. Might as well try to have some fun while we're at it. <clears throat> so close. Besides, everyone's wearing hard hats. We'll be fine. And so Oscar perfected his 
advanced hammering skills. It wasn't the most efficient method of putting nails in a wall, but it was entertaining. And now backwards! I really don't think this is a good idea. Sure it is. If this works, you can say you saw the whole thing. Here we go! Oscar threw the hammer as hard as he could, and as it soared through the air, Lisa could tell it was not going to hit the nail. Oh no! In fact, it veered to the left and went right out through the window. Oh boy! The hammer spun dangerously as it flew, straight towards a little girl who was walking by on her way home from school. Ah! Fortunately, something moved in front of her, shielding her from the danger. My car! Who did this? Uh-oh. Yikes! To make a long story short, Lisa worked on the house until it was done. She was paid well and was hired on all over the town and eventually started her own construction business. That's great! What about me? Oscar did not finish the house. He found himself getting a job driving people around the city far away from hammers. It's not a bad life. I did learn my lesson, though. And that is? <laughs> the moral is, words are very powerful. They can do a lot of good, but they can also do a lot of damage. We need to be careful to watch what we say and keep those words under control. If we don't, we can possibly hurt someone, just like a guy throwing hammers around. Not bad. Thanks. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the magnificent drama, The Princess and Her Guest, an adapted biblical parable about honor. Once upon a time, in a faraway kingdom, there was a princess named Velma. I'm not fond of that name, but I had little say in that matter. She was often throwing parties and inviting friends and family members to have dinner with her. I wouldn't miss any one of these parties. The singing, the dancing, the games, the food. Ah, it is simply delightful. One thing that made eating in the Great Hall so interesting is at the high end of the table, there were seats that were soft and comfortable. And at the low end of the table, there were chairs that were not so nice. And at the very end, is the flimsiest, most uncomfortable chair you can imagine. It's kind of a joke that whoever is last to the table has to sit in that chair. <laughs> Jolly good fun. At the time of our story, a friend of Princess Velma decided to come over for a visit. My friend, it's been ever so long. Harold, it has. When was the last time we went boar hunting? Too long ago to remember. These two friends had a great time during the day, and when it came to dinner, they both arrived early to get good seats. Velma sat at her place at the head of the table, and Harold sat next to her. As soon as the dinner bell rang, visitors scrambled to find their places, and soon there was only one seat left. Hmm. It does appear that no one will be stuck sitting in the last seat tonight. But Velma had spoken too soon, because who should walk in at that moment but her royal grandmother. Good evening, everyone. I was just waking up from my nap. Quietly, everyone looked at each other and started whispering. The Queen Mother is going to have to sit in the lowest seat. How disgraceful. Um, my dearest friend, I mustn't disrespect my grandmother. Would you mind giving her your seat? Me? But I... 
Of course, Your Majesty. Thank you, my good sir. Ooh, fried pickles, my favorite. And so, Harold made his way to the only seat left. The lowest seat. The flimsiest, most uncomfortable. They get it. Oof, how humiliating. The next morning, Harold was approached by the Queen Mother. Ah, yes. You're the kind boy who gave me his seat for dinner. Yes, Your Majesty. I know you must still be embarrassed about last night, but I intend to make up for all that by giving you some secret advice. Secret? Okay. When the bell tolled for lunch that day, Harold was one of the first to the table. But instead of sitting at the high end of the table, he went to the lowest seat right away. <laughs> what are you doing down there, Harold? Don't sit in that prickety old thing. Sit up here with me and Grandma. And so Harold was moved to the head of the table and treated like one of the royal family. A toast to the Queen Mother. To Grandma. Oh my, what an honor. The moral is, we need to treat other people better than we treat ourselves. If we try to put ourselves higher than them, the Bible says God will make sure that we are made lower. But if we make ourselves lower, he will raise us up. That's all there is, folks. Thank you all for coming, and we hope you come again next year for another drama show to help the missionaries. Whew, what a ride. I can't wait to get out of this costume and get going to celebrate. Good show, everyone. Um, Sam, are you okay? Yeah, totally, what's up? <laughs> you just seem to be a little emphatic up there. Emphatic? Oh, I was trying to make sure Laura could hear what I was trying to say. I think we all could. I think you'd better talk with her yourself. Laura, you want to come over here? Sure, let me put these props away first. So, what's this all about? I was trying to explain why what we're doing here makes a difference. Laura was under the impression that because we don't make billions of dollars that it might not be worth doing. I'm here. What's going on? Am I in trouble? Not at all. Sam was just telling me that you had some doubts about our show. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're fun and all. I just don't know if they're the best way to make money to help people. That's understandable. It is? It is? Sure. The world is a mess, and only God has the power to fix all of it. But he wants to use us to do his good work. Right. But why? We can't do it all. At least not you and me. Why doesn't he use the president or someone powerful like that? <laughs> well, he does use the president in many ways. But more often, instead of using kings and rulers, God often uses the small and unknown people to make the biggest differences. For example? Well, in Mark 12, we find the story about the poor widow that was only able to give a few cents as an offering to God. But Jesus said she had given the most of anyone else because it took everything she had. Okay, I get that God does use people who don't have much, but why? It seems so silly. <laughs> the answer is simple. If God used people with power all the time, we would start trusting in people with power instead of God. When someone who has nothing does something amazing, we know that it has to be because God helped them. That way, he gets all the credit and everyone will trust in him. And that's a change the world really needs. Guys, we're all ready to go to the cast party. Are you coming? Oh yeah, 
Sorry, Wendy. Tell Mr. Jacobs we'll be right there. I've got to load my car up with costumes. I'll meet you guys there. Okay. Want to ride with me, Laura? Sure. I've just got to turn the radio off first.